0: In this
1: episode,
0: you know, I, like I could see Max growing up and he's got a bunch of nipples tattooed all over his arms because he wasn't able to <laughs> see them when he was younger.
2: Welcome. You're listening to Paleo Cheese Podcast, episode 17,
0: part one, with Max Booth III tornadoes ridiculous
1: parenting and the problem with batman hello everybody i'm jeremiah bannister and i am chad lutzky and you're listening to paleo cheese podcast part of the project entertainment network we're the podcast where a seasoned horror veteran holds the white knuckled hand of a horror newbie as they explore the genre together film by film and sometimes chad We have great guests, and tonight's one of those nights, buddy.
0: Yes, tonight is one of those nights. Tonight, we have Max Booth III, or as I like to secretly call him, Max Booth (laughs) III. Max is an author, a podcaster, and publisher. Uh, His podcasts include Castle Rock Radio, as well as Ghoulish, where he is the host. (laughs) His books include The Nightly Disease, Carnivorous Lunar Activities, Touch the Night, and We Need to Do Something. He's also the editor-in-chief of Perpetual Motion Machine Publishing. Man, it's a mouthful, Max. It's a tough and the managing editor of Dark Moon Digest. So thanks for hanging out with us tonight, Max. It's a pleasure. Hey, having-
2: thank you. You know, it's funny. A while back, I had to make some type of appointment. I think it was medical related, and they needed to uh, email me stuff about it. So I told them my email, which is uh, maxboothii at gmail.com. And I, I did not get the email because they spelled it as E-Y-E, <laughs> E-Y-E, <laughs> E-Y-E. <laughs> Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, I should get that email if it's not taken, just in case. Who knows what mail I could be getting that's been sent to that address. Get that .com, yeah. Yeah, iii.com. Yes.
1: It's a good website. (laughs) It's a good website.
2: I don't know what's on it, just a bunch of eyes, I guess. guess. Like if you had a specific kink and that was just eyeballs, I would have you.
0: (laughs) yeah yeah it's great having you on here man we don't know each other too well we we are kind of in the same circles i've never met you go to a convention or anything but we have talked a few times here and there and and uh um so this is one of the coolest parts other than being able to hang out with jeremiah so much one of the coolest parts of the podcast is is getting to know people better and and networking it'd be cooler if if, uh if we were a person that we could slice our thumbs and mix blood but I sliced my we'll thumb today. To
1: yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm already ahead of you. In preparation for the show. You know, rubbing it on a mirror, smearing it, doing designs.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. Uh, drawing the uh, show's logo and doing a, a chant.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know i just what was it about a month ago i just read your new i don't know which one's the newest touch the night or we need to do something i
2: guess touch the night is the newest yeah it came out like a month after we need to do something okay.
0: yeah Well they're both both new releases yeah. And i i got i i remember i i think i read where you were talking about it, it was before the book was out and and i heard the synopsis mm-hmm. and i was interested right away because of and i'm talking about uh we need to do something this synopsis about, about a uh, family in Texas who gets trapped in a bathroom due to a tornado. Yeah, um, I live in Michigan. We don't have uh, southwest Michigan, we don't have tornadoes very often. We do have them, but they're not like they don't destroy our town, they'll like knock over whole trees and stuff like that or tear what? somebody's roof off once in a while. It's happened twice, dude. And dude, you know? dude, dude,
1: dude, dude, it's it's absolutely ravaged that town. <laughs> no, 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 dude, that's yes, man. To, no, well, not, not okay, okay, not places, compared to other yeah. places, but Battle Creek's been straight up hit with some yeah, of those tornadoes, it's, man.
0: It's like the tornadoes are like, don't worry, guys, I'm just going to hit the trees, and if there's an abandoned house, I'm going to take it out.
1: What about the old man who was in one of those Lazy Boys, dude? He got, <laughs> he, got he did, he Bucker got pulled up, pulled up, flying. It was time of his life for like 10 seconds. And he's know. dead, I mean, he died. I mean, you know, I mean, I don't want to laugh. In Battle Creek? Yeah. Yes.
0: I don't, I, I, don't know about that. Oh, that sounds like great, urban
1: man. legend, man. <laughs>
0: oh. <laughs> he, he's now haunting the uh, the local furniture department stores. <laughs> the, lazy <laughs> the, the lazy boy, boy section, dude. yeah, yeah. People are freaking of the the recliners. In, yeah, like, people. Midnight.
1: People are afraid to go, dude. They're like, "Look, man, did you hear? There was a guy that bought a lazy boy from this place, and he got sucked up into a tornado." I don't know if I'm buying there yeah. again. <laughs> like.
2: I, was he still sitting in it as the tornado blew him around yes that's awesome
1: yeah that's man, cool. and, man and a lazy boy is an old guy nice that's how
0: i want to go out but i i'm i'm when the <laughs> sky turns green or yellow then i start to like i get really nervous man and mm-hmm. uh it's like part of me if we if if the sirens go off and it's clear we have to go to the basement um, part of me doesn't want to because my biggest fear is being trapped in the basement because of a tree falling on my house or mm-hmm. the house falling in on itself. So your book uh, takes that fear. And, uh, and, it, you know, I, I think I saw you in a thread or on, on either Facebook or Twitter talking, and you had mentioned a couple movies that you liked and you said that you are attracted to small cast of characters in small settings Mm-hmm. isolated instance you know in a in a film and i remember i i can't remember what movies i was telling you about i think tape was one of them with uma thurman and i which takes place just in one room there's three people in it in a in a, a hotel room and that's the whole movie and i may have mentioned uh one or two others i don't know if you end up seeing them but so when i when when i saw that book was out i thought i'm probably gonna like this and I liked it a lot, man. It was a really, really good book. And oh, thank you. It's you know the dialogue is great. I know you wrote a screenplay for it first, and then you you added some things yeah. to the novella. And um, those are good. From from what I I think I listened to on a podcast or or something, and and from what I heard, those were good additions. I like the you know those subplots that you
2: oh thank you add in there. Yeah, when you were building that up, I I was ready to laugh because you were like, and I knew I would most likely like it. And then I read it and I thought you were going to say yeah, it was fucking trash. <laughs> no, no, of course not. No, that would have been great. I'm glad no. you liked it, though. Thank you. Yeah, I thought it was great.
1: Yeah, you know when he when he mentioned it because he mentioned it to uh, uh, Michael David Wilson. You know we mm-hmm. talked about it. We talked about tape, the movie tape. And uh, as Chad was describing it, this whole thing about small characters in small settings, you know, I was like, dude, there'd be a creepy story if it was like deranged and demonic lollipop kids in the back of a clown car. Yeah. <laughs> but then I I realized gonna... he said, he said small and not little. And I'm like, oh, oh okay." yeah, it ruined it, man. I you see, were teeing it up for me, Chad. and. If you think about yeah.
2: it, like a clown call, it's really similar to the uh, the book House of Leaves, right? It's way bigger on the inside.
1: There you go. Yeah, <laughs>
2: right. it'd, it'd pretty badass. I'll so tell this... you,
1: I'll you know what would be this is for real, man. With this and like playing on the idea of tornadoes and being stuck in a crazy place. My dad lives out in Palm Springs, right? And he has a tour company out there, and they take tours and show people. Uh, homes of the stars from back in the day, Arnold and Bob Hope and Lucille Ball and all that stuff. But there's this crazy area, because it's a desert, whenever it rains, it's, it floods, right? So they had to figure out a way to get all the water uh to, to go and, and be channeled into a specific area so it doesn't flood the streets, it doesn't flood homes, and they can use that water later, okay? They purify it and everything else. So they have these kind of Uh, man-made rivers right (laughs) all over the place and bridges everywhere and in the middle of one of those. So uh, the whole year, except for maybe two days of the year when it rains, it's because it hardly ever does. uh, There's it's just dirt, right? It's just land. But the thing is, is in the middle of one of these man-made areas there, there's a house and it's small and it's inside, like it's inside of this. So if it, if it, when it would rain, that water would go all around that house and that house would be barely above the water. And I thought who would do that, but it was so, it was so small. The structure was, and it, my dad, he told me, he said it was actually the lollipop kids for real. Like the actual guys, <laughs> he said they were terrible people. <laughs> I said like they weren't nice. They were, they had like real problems and stuff, but they lived together in that house. And I thought how terrible would that be? Like a story where you live in this kind of house that's in this area and, and, the water's raging around you and everything. I said, can you imagine just being inside when that happens? Like, why would you intentionally place yourself there? Yeah. No, but it's just, but it's true. I mean, it's a real story. And in the house, it's, it's a little house. So everything is small. It's all proportioned to, to them. When you say the lollipop kids, who are you talking about? The lollipop kids, the guys from the wizard of Oz, man. I don't watch. I didn't watch that movie. Oh no. That's what? terrifying. That's a terrifying uh, movie. I
0: could be alive on the planet <laughs> oh. and, and not have seen
2: Wizard of Oz at least a couple times. I saw, the, I saw the musical once and I hated it. I got so mad, man. Oh no. Yeah, the whole the end it pissed me <laughs> off. Oh, it was all a dream. Wasting my time on some oh, no. bullshit dream fantasy. I'm not gonna watch a movie oh, now my. based off of it. You know, uh, you know what? Weird.
1: That is that I'm sending Maybe smoke signals up right now to jeremy wagner to say this is worse than me not seeing jaws okay no i not. didn't see Jaws. Jo- oh, <laughs> oh no what the wizard of oz jaws wasn't a dream well <laughs> it was a nightmare for me and, you know that's weird
0: I, I i guess yeah you know when i was growing up uh wizard of oz was one of those you know back in back before like cable and stuff like that it was one of those shows that uh, or movies that was on like once a year yeah. So it was like tradition to always watch it. So I, I guess I can understand, you know, I get it was like a rite of passage back then, but I can understand, uh, Max, I think you're a, a bit younger than I am. So maybe that has a lot to do with it.
2: Yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm. Also, like my family, we didn't watch a lot of uh, like family movies growing up. It mm-hmm. was always just uh, <laughs> like incredibly violent movies we would watch, even at a young age. Like, true romance was something we watched a lot when I was a super little tiny kid. So, wow. I think we just kind of skipped like the family movies.
0: Just went straight to the Yeah, went went to straight to that.
2: Violence. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The hardcore violence. Yeah, this is a good movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. from, from dusk till dawn was one we watched a lot. Although I wasn't allowed to see nudity, so half of that movie I had to just cover my face. I didn't even know vampires was involved until a long time, because once <laughs> the vampires get into it, it's nothing but nudity. So I I couldn't see.
1: Wow. Yeah. They're like, we don't mind if you see the guy sawing his leg off, but Exactly. <laughs> you
2: know, like, yeah. Oh a boob. Uh, Stop looking.
1: Yeah.
0: It's it's <laughs> funny, parents, uh, some of the things that parents do to protect their child and part of parenting is is some of it's just like a trial and error thing, especially with your firstborn. You're 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 new to the parenting thing and you want to do right by them and raise them up to be successful and happy and content. And uh, with you know self-esteem and and so I remember um, my mom pulled some stuff that that looking back I think I'm sure even she probably sees as being pretty ridiculous but in when I was a kid I was big into heavy metal and mainly stuff like Wasp and Ozzy and Dio and Black Sabbath and she did not she wasn't down with the Sabbath thing so Uh uh, and they were one of my favorites so when I would get a, a cassette tape or, or a vinyl. Um, I would hide it amongst all my other stuff. So she wouldn't see it. And I had like nine black Sabbath cassettes by the time I was, uh, I think 14 that I had hidden on my bookshelf. And one time she, uh, I, I bought this, uh, tape called uh, by a band called Accept. and the, the, uh, thing was the tapes called balls to the wall. And in that song, they say the word ass Uh-oh. and, she heard it, and so instead of making me take it back, which is something that she would normally do, like she made me take back, um, I think it was Diary of a Madman by Ozzy Osbourne because there's a upside down cross in the background. I think I bought the album and she made me take the album back. I talked her into letting me get the cassette, but then just cutting the cassette picture out, yeah. And uh, with that accept tape with the word ass, she um, I talked her into uh, letting me. Take a little bit of Kleenex and stuffing it in the little hole so that you know they take those tabs out so that you don't accidentally record over your pre-recorded tapes. Mm-hmm. And then I put that in there. And then when that spot came in there, I just hit record. And so when it got to that point, in that song, it was like I I had censored my own tape. And what did you just, uh what did you uh replace it with did, with did you say it's but? Just a, No, no oh. I didn't no, I didn't say anything. That would have been even funnier if I would have tried to sing,
1: uh, sing a. a, a (laughs) (laughs) That'd be hilarious, but yeah. Or have one of those sound effect tracks, like boing, like some kind of. And it's funny how parents draw the line. Sometimes
0: it's like, well, you can watch true romance, and you can watch all this hardcore uh, violence, but uh, a nipple? No, I'm sorry, Max, you cannot see a nipple.
2: I was uh, forbidden the nipple. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> it's i don't know it's odd i don't know how they draw those lines i, I guess uh sex just makes uh, people uncomfortable and uh, violence doesn't for uh, strange reasons. i'm not quite a uh, positive sure
1: uh you know i i'm kind of in that boat i think probably you know like i i'll let my kids see something that's super spooky you know or highly unlikely to happen um whereas you know the dong and stuff. Like that. That's that's a part of their future,
2: right there. Do you like showing them movies like a Antichrist or a Bound? No. Ah, no. Okay.
1: Yeah. No. No. Not nothing like that. No Secretary. You know, there's just certain there's certain films. You just go back You know, Blue Velvet. No, which uh, is which is okay. tragic because they, you know, they the uh they like David Lynch. You know, yeah. they like David Lynch stuff. You know, and even as, what is it, movie Rabbit. We, we yeah, we reviewed that. What was that episode? I don't well, even know. I think we were actually uh, Wild at Heart and Blue Velvet. Wild at Blue Heart Golden. was number oh, one. Yeah, yeah. Blue Velvet. Yeah. That was that was further into it. I don't even want to yeah. guess. <laughs> People can go though. It's maybe a good time to just say this real quick. We want to thank everybody for subscribing <laughs> because we oh, reached yeah. we, we got that little that little trophy man from YouTube that said you reached a hundred and we were able to, to now we are youtube.com slash paleo cheese. We're not that long string of of letters that's normally reserved for extremely encrypted <laughs> passwords yeah. that they give you would you like to use this ninety thousand letter string you know string of letters for your password yeah. no um but that was basically what our url was but yeah you can go there and check out our movie reviews and people can see blue Velvet. hell yeah nice. great
0: great movie yeah in, in that kind of parenting too not that they're like i said not that there's anything wrong with it. it's a it's like a looking out for your kid kind of thing, but it can cause rebellion. Um, You know, like I could see Max growing up and he's got a bunch of nipples tattooed all over his
2: arms because he wasn't able to
0: (laughs) see them when he was younger.
2: I uh, did not know you could see those, but uh, yeah, I have many nipples tattooed on my throat. (laughs) On your throat.
1: It's a long
2: penis going down my throat.
1: Yeah or he'd be rebellious and be like, Now I'm gonna watch all of the family friendly films. Yeah. Wizard of Oz, here I come. <laughs> like,
2: <I'm-> I love <laughs> it family movie, man. Yeah. 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 Like it follows. That's a family film. It yeah. Hereditary. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it is <laughs> yeah. actually. Yeah,
1: it really is, actually. Fucking
2: anti family film. <laughs> don't don't have a family. Watch this movie instead. <laughs>
1: right. I was going to bring
0: something up, uh, this week, my, um, uh, if you guys ever played, uh, like the Oculus, the virtual reality Oculus thing, if yeah, you no. ever played a, a virtual reality game at all VR yes. game at all, I yeah. never, ha- I never had until last week, my son has a friend and he, he said, dad, Hey, I want to trade my longboard, which he just got. and It was the second longboard, but he got it for free from a friend who didn't want it anymore he said i want to trade my longboard and my bass i bought him a fender bass like uh, years what? ago for this oculus thing this vr thing and i was like uh, no way first of all <laughs> you're um you already play too many video games as it is now you just got this other thing and and you're getting rid of two things that can like get you out of the house and and you know doing something else other than playing video games so they just traded like he gave him his longboard and the dude gave him his vr headset thing like temporary just to, to trade it for a couple months or a couple weeks or something like that and w- then i found out that the kid didn't want the um uh base anymore just wanted the long board so i told my son yeah okay but i put that sucker on man and uh it blew my mind right away i had no idea that they were that cool and it, it, i played some zombie game where i was shooting zombies and everywhere you look is just you're in a different world and and then he had me put on um, like a couple of days later. He, he, I played another game where you're floating around. It's like a zero gravity type of basketball slash soccer thing where you're in this futuristic arena and you're floating around and you have this little jetpack and you're trying to maneuver this uh, ball and get it a goal. And there's other like AI members, you know, against you. And as soon as I use the jetpack and I'm floating around, I almost fell just like instantly I it just fell right on my face because the only you know you you can only see this I'm in this arena and I'm like you know hundred feet off the ground and I played it for about five minutes and I got a really really strong stomach I haven't puked from from being sick oh, other than God. other than alcohol or drugs or something from a, a long time ago. I haven't puked from being sick since I was uh like nine. And really? um and this thing almost made me puke, and I for two hours I was sick to my stomach from playing that stupid uh, that <laughs> game. I, I would not encourage anyone to play that game, man. It was horrible. Oh man,
2: I'm terrified of using something like that. What if I get stuck in it? Yeah. Like, what if my fucking brain gets stuck in that uh, the reality and I'm just like a lawnmower man type of guy, then that would suck. I would have to like possess fax machines. Who has a fax machine now? I, would, I don't know. But think of what you could write with that, you know,
0: having this alternate reality that no
1: one can see and you can create all kinds of, you could have your own mythos.
2: Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
1: Especially if they, you know, combining it with that technology. I forget the name of the game. But it was a probably four years ago or whatever, where the the amount of worlds you could go to was basically endless. You know, they would base it would create new worlds. You could travel from one to another, and it was the the set up the algorithm in such a way that it just mixed features from other worlds together, and so it just kept going and, going and going and going and going and going forever. And I I've, I'm fascinated, you know, with um, virtual reality. I've done it before with the military. And so mm-hmm. I went to a an event and there was a, the Navy was there and I got to go in and I'm on a boat and I don't know where we were. I was like Vietnam or something. He's <laughs> just taking out people. And it was, it was intense. Uh, and it was a big room. So, I mean, it, it was just wild the whole thing. But one thing that I find fascinating about it is the potential it has for uh, creating a world of, an individual that a doctor may be doing surgery on, let's say, I think they did it with the, the heart um, where they basically took uh, an image of a, a person's heart um, and the problems that they had and they could expand it and zoom in and out. And they're basically inside of it, looking at what they're, they're dealing with ahead of time and saying, okay, this is where the problem is. This is, you know, what we would be facing. And it was just, mind-blowing what they were able to do with that especially once they start being able to do stuff with the brain which they may already they may already be doing right but it was just it's kind of a fascinating thing but i went the last time i tried it where it was an at home kind of thing it was it was just you put the cell phone in the this device and and this little contraption you put over your eye yeah i saw that and i thought well i just duct tape a one of those goggle things man you wear like when yeah. you're in construction or something and just put electrical tape around it to block out the light and then just you know duct tape my my phone on there and say oh, i've got virtual reality and i'm like no you just got your phone like two inches from your eyeballs that's what yeah this <laughs> is what way different. Is. this is yeah. way different that
2: reminds me of that movie uh brain scan have you guys seen that, What's that?
0: i, I saw it it's an 80s movie right
2: yeah, 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 with uh, that kid from Terminator 2, uh, Eddie Full
0: Yeah, I haven't seen it in decades,
2: but I he have gets, seen it. Really. Yeah, he uh, still some uh, virtual reality stuff going on in that, and he gets conned into uh, committing some good old-fashioned homicides. can happen you know,
0: to any of us. I can see eventually, you know, with games like, uh, you know, really addictive games like World of Warcraft and stuff, and then, uh, turn getting into like a virtual mode where it's just like full on addiction. And then, next thing you know, it's it's 12 step programs, um, in every town for people dealing with uh video game addiction. I mean, I know I know that there are some already, yeah, 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 yeah. but I, I think that I can see that happening to uh, to people, um, on, on, on a more regular basis. I mean, if you think about the progression of video games, you know, what I the Atari, when I was growing up, that wasn't something that you could really be addicted to. <laughs> you know, you, you just, you get tired of it. <laughs> but now it's, it's really easy to, you know, really get in engulfed in a, in a game in this other world. And, and uh, especially with something where, you know, there's constant like achievements that can be done or quests or upgrades, you know, things like uh, world of Warcraft. And then of course you've got a, um, a social aspect of, to it too we are talking to other people in real time mm-hmm. i mean I, I was addicted to that game for
2: a oh, while. Wow, world of warcraft man fun facts about that, sh- that game uh if you just use the uh the beginning levels of each world it spells out wow
1: i have heard that before yeah,
2: most people don't know that <laughs>
1: <laughs> and another fun fact i've never played that and i think and it's I've because it. i i think is because i saw in no offense man with chad right i've got my own addictions you know he's probably looking at me going oh, i need to stay away from that but i but i remember going to his house a lot and he'd be you know playing that game really? and i knew it wasn't just you it was a lot of other people because it was popular at the time yeah, right yeah. you know yeah yeah and so and it was another buddy of mine but he wasn't world of warcraft he was into that um star wars star, wars or star wars. trek
0: star trek. star trek star trek okay
1: or was it no 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 it was star wars yeah 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 star wars galaxies yeah yeah star wars galaxies and it was so it was like one of the first ones where you could interact with people and he's like oh yeah this person right here is from Connecticut and this person's from over here and yeah we've yeah. got a guild or whatever and I, I he would be at home and his wife's downstairs being all sad and you know depressed <laughs> It was true. And I'd come in, you know, like me and my wife, we'd come to visit. And he's like, I'll be down a little bit and it'd be a long time. And I said, oh. That's
2: the yeah. only time I've ever gotten suckled into a game like that was uh, when I was a teen. I lived in a hotel with my mom and dad and I had a laptop. And I got a game called Diablo 2. And I uh, I lost yeah. a lot of days to that game. But that's the only one I've ever uh, gotten like addicted to. I guess I'm not a big game guy.
0: I just bought Tony Hawk, the remastered one and two. And oh, it, was so the first, it was the first video game that I've bought in maybe f- at least 15 years
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, other than World of Warcraft. You know, I, I still play World of Warcraft, but I play it like I'll play it for a couple of months and then I won't play it again for six months. And then I'll play it a little bit for, you know, I just don't have time anymore mm-hmm. with uh, writing and stuff. So um, but as far, as far as console games, the only time I've used my son's Xbox is to like stream something. But so I, I, but I did get the, the Tony Hawk games.
2: I did too. I, uh, I was playing it with my stepkid the other day and, uh, I can't do it. It just makes me sick now. I get too dizzy playing that game. Oh, yeah. That sucks. Oh, well, that's okay.
1: I remember playing the Tony Hawk game, man, but it was back in the day. What was it? It was a Dreamcast.
2: A, I had a Dreamcast, I think.
1: Yeah. W- wasn't it on GameCube as well or was that? Cause I, I remember SSX Tricky, like the original. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I I used to love that. Game. I was so dope at that. I mean, just just one move after another move, just killing it. Um, but then they started getting into, you know, not only setting up your character in this super fancy way, but then there were missions and everything yeah. else. And I kind of it just kind of turned me off. There's very few games that I've ever liked that have missions. You know, I like Grand Theft Auto. You know, I like um hitman stuff like that wolfenstein i like that although i liked the original wolf 3d i mean that's yeah. like back on the <laughs> pc you know and so i i loved that but i just yeah i'm like you guys man i don't have as much time anymore to play uh, games i enjoy it when i do but it's in spurts you know like you
0: i was, I was watching jack black he's got a youtube channel where he yeah he's- kids around there and he plays with games and stuff and dude's hilarious and and uh I, he's been playing red dead redemption too and it man that game looks fun so my son said that he had it on the xbox so this weekend i think i'm gonna indulge a
1: little bit i have the uh, red dead redemption
0: it, this is like grand theft auto but yeah a western
1: yeah i have the first one um The problem with it is, and this is maybe something one of the listeners can help me out with, because I I guess I could Google it and check it out. But I I don't do that, Um, you know, but I'll I I love it. I love the missions and everything, but I'm at this part where I've got to go from where I've saved it all the way to this place this far away. And I got to take this train. and I got to ride the horse for a long way. And I, I get the realism thing, you know, that they're like, well, you know, ride that horse for five minutes. <laughs> I say, I don't want to do that. I'd like to push a button and it just boop, and just makes yeah. me go there. You know what I mean? Like one of those tubes from uh, Super Mario, you know, just do 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 And I'm there. And but I, I don't know how to do that. And so I it ends up driving me nuts because if I fail the mission and that's why that's why I quit playing San Andreas was because I would have to get on a bike or a car. And this massive map, this massive world, and have to drive super far away over all these hills and stuff. And I'm like, "Come on, man! Just let me, let me, you <laughs> let me are, go." You are one there.
0: lazy gamer.
1: Well, I don't want to spend five minutes in a car listening to the same
0: Dri- driving, though.
1: You don't want to listen I'm to, not to driving like pretending to drive. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: <laughs> I want to listen to the
2: same Danzig song of and <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, it's uh, like I'm pretending to drive. <laughs> And, uh, I, I have and the I,
2: second Red Dead Redemption. I tried playing it, but I uh, I got too frustrated because the uh the talk to a civilian button, I think it's mm-hmm. the same button as shoot. So I kept going into town, <laughs> oh, yeah. trying to oh, talk oh, to dang. somebody and just shooting them, and then I would be wanted. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be wanted by the law. I just want to talk to this guy and get this mm-hmm. fucking job over with. But now I have to kill this whole town. That's a yeah. Cool butt. <laughs>
0: yeah that that's a common uh a common uh error i think Jack Black was having some issues and my son coda he was he he was having uh, he was telling me that yeah prepare for that because it happens a lot <laughs> so so max what what have you been what, what have you been doing that's exciting this week like reading or yeah. watching whatever
2: i am rereading donald ray Pollock the devil all the time I've you read this? No, no I've never even heard of it. It is, uh, I think, maybe my favorite book of all time. I'm, I'm rereading really? it right now because uh, Netflix is uh, releasing a film adaptation next week on the 16th. So I thought I would uh, give it a good reread before the movie came out. It's about uh, all these different uh, folks from the, the 50s and 60s who live in a small town in Ohio called Knock'em Stiff. Which is a great town, name of a town. It's a real name of a town, too. And it just kind of follows <laughs> the uh, the directions uh, each of these citizens take. And it's really uh, depressing and fucked up and uh, nihilistic. I love it. <laughs> yeah.
1: Have you knocked them stiff? Knock where, em is, stiff. Where, where is that? What state it's would Ohio, have Ohio? Ohio. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's like one of the few redeeming qualities, maybe, of that entire state.
2: Yeah, He has a collection that he did. He filled this novel and the the collection is just called knock em stiff. And it's a great collection as well. Hmm. Yeah. So you, you like
0: really depressing books sometimes. It's, yeah. Have you ever read the, the painted bird by Jersey? Cause I have not. Um, that's one of my favorite books and it's really, really brutal. it's about, a, um, it's during, um, world war two, uh, boy, I think he's 12. He um gets taken away from his parents and basically goes on um you know um on the lamb, I guess, from house to house trying to um make it through all of the chaos that's that's going on in, over in Germany and um the people that he that he runs into are sometimes they're really really I mean, he goes through all kinds of stuff from being like severely abused to seeing all kinds of really gnarly killings and tortures and and uh it's a i I can't explain it very well Mm -hmm. but it's a really really good uh book i i've recommended it a lot to a lot of people but it is really um very brutal in in big time it was banned for a while i
1: think in germany
2: wow shit sounds good
1: but yeah the bird didn't you reference that in one of your books um was it in was it in Skullface boy <clears throat> yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that was one of the books, wasn't it? one of the books that he talked about with the guy who owned the bookstore?
0: Um, yeah, to be honest, I also reference it in a short story. So I, I have a hard time sometimes remembering which if I referenced it in more than one book or not. But I I try to do that. Try to I try to actually use non horror books. You know, it's not a horror book. I mean it's horrifying. Uh, and, and it's it's more disturbing than most horror books. But um, I do tend to try to think of books that uh, like the Temple of Gold by William Goldman or or um, um, what's that James Kirkwood book that I love so much now I can't even think of the name. The, the Fortress. Um, <laughs> oh my god!
1: Dude, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I've been some, waiting. <laughs> no,
0: some kind of hero. It's called yeah, some kind of hero. They made a really bad movie of it in uh, like late
1: seventies, early eighties. Yeah. But
0: yeah, man, I've never even heard of that book before. Never seen.
1: Check it anymore. out. Yeah. yeah. And they're making a movie about it. Is it like yeah. a Netflix original or what? What's it? What yeah,
2: it's an original. uh I know. Uh, Robert Pattinson's in it. Uh, metal folks.
0: He's a pretty good actor. I've never seen Twilight, but I've seen.
2: Uh,
0: um, but I don't know. I, I don't know if that counts.
2: Uh, he's a, I think he's,
0: great. he's a good actor. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I, I, the lighthouse, yeah, he was good in the Lighthouse, and then what's the one where he's good, with his good, brother? Good time. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. great in that too. He's. I he think he's going to be
1: good at Batman. Yeah. I do too. I yeah, agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I think. Yeah. I think. Um, what? What's the guy's name? Uh, Christian Bale. Uh-huh. I think the Christian Bale Batman movies are the best Batman movies, but I think he's the worst Batman of of all of the Batmans. It's just that why, voice. Why yeah. would you say that, Chad? Yeah, I, I just I can't. Oh my god! I can't do that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think Batman should have like a like a squeaky voice, like a like he just went through puberty voice. I think that would be no one would expect <laughs> that a man in a big cape walks up is like, "Hey, he drop the bomb! It's me, Batman."
1: Yeah, will be telephied. Yeah, either that, or he's got that the the voice of the guy from uh, South Park that's, that has puts the little device to the side of his neck. Yeah, I'm yeah, Batman, yeah. or the Stephen Hawking keyboard voice. You know, like that's where what, he has that's like what a Christian little. Bale did. <laughs> yeah, Christian Bale had a little keyboard he pulled out. <laughs> he already, he already speak and spell. Did that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember watching that movie and being really into it. I'm not a big superhero kind of guy, but. But I like Batman because he's more to me. He's more like a ninja, you know, and yeah. he, he doesn't have any superpowers. And I thought that was it was appealing to me, and I thought that was cool. And then he spoke, and I was enjoying the movie. And then he spoke, and I was like, "Wait, what? Is this a joke?" Yeah. And I thought it was going to go away, and it just kept staying. His voice kept staying like that, and it was so distracting that I was like, "This is the worst Batman ever." <laughs>
2: so you guys have mentioned blue velvet and also Stephen hawking which means i can't let this conversation continue without mentioning a book i like i uh i can't think of the lady who wrote it but it's a collection and the book is called i'll fuck anything that moves and Stephen hawking oh, oh i have i
0: i think i have heard of that it's a good book oh. <laughs> wow it's a quote it, cool, so uh is it Lynchian in, in its context, or is it just they take the quote from Blue Velvet?
2: It's a little Lynchian, yeah. 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 It's a collection of Schultz stories. I, ah, fuck, I can't think of it. But yeah, if you Google, I'll fuck anything that moves. And Stephen Hawking, I'm positive you will find something.
0: Just don't click yeah.
1: images. Yeah, click yeah, video. don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, that. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but, you know, Batman's got to kind of do that a little bit. Maybe maybe that specific gravelly voice that he had wasn't any good. But I kind of feel like if he doesn't do that, like Adam West didn't, you know, that everybody would know. It's kind of like He-Man. Like, who doesn't know that He-Man is Prince Adam? You know what I'm well, saying? And that Cringer is not Battle Cat.
0: If Superman can just put on glasses and then, like, take out his devil lock thing that he's got going on there. if he yeah. can just move that yeah. to the side and put on the glasses. Um, and nobody knows. And Batman can, you know, surely talk like a, a regular human being. Unless it's that, you know, it might be that uh, from the moisture, like b-
2: black mold in that, ca- <laughs> in that cave, yeah. And it's just destroyed his voice. Do bats have deep voices? <laughs> bats they squeak. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Why doesn't he talk like an actual bat? Right. Yeah. Like, also, so why isn't fish- he blind? bat is supposed to be blind. This doesn't match <laughs> up at all. You'd yeah, be like Daredevil. All, I don't think all bats are. Not, Not all, all bats. bats. Okay.
1: Not it's all
0: bats. <laughs> the fruit bats, the flying foxes,
2: those are... Oh, man.
1: Yeah. yeah, but yeah. you know that even in the bat world, there's like a spectrum to where, you know, the lady bats, you know, they are they hear the squeak of one, and it's like James Earl Jones. You know, they're just like, oh, do you hear that deep squeak he's got? <laughs> you know, like relative to scale <laughs> and species. Yeah. Uh, you know, but yeah, why why doesn't he talk in this week? Why the gravelly voice? What's up with that? You know, but i I think that I think Pattinson's going to do a good job. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, I think he's going to do good. I loved the trailer that came out. I loved the music to it too, man. Uh, I'm trying to remember w- what song it was. It's like a remake. It was, yeah, a, it, was a, it was something in the way by Nolthana. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, I, man. Yeah, it, it fit perfectly in the trailer. I thought. Yes. I thought it was great. It's fantastic.
2: It made you know, me realize that you could put Nirvana like in anything, and I would go, "Yeah, this this might be good."
1: Yeah. Have you, Max? Have you heard? Speaking of putting Nirvana to anything, have you ever heard the lullabies mm-hmm. of Nirvana?
2: I have
0: no idea what that means. Oh
1: my gosh, man! You, do you, do you know on...
0: who does those? You know who puts all those out? There's like no. Sabbath, The Cure. I know what you're talking about. The the yeah uh, yeah yeah David the guy who R- David Lee Ruff's sister. What? She's the one who puts all those out. No.
1: Yeah, dude. Oh my gosh, it, they're they're lullabies. I mean, it, and it, yeah. it's basically this kind of. It is. It's eerie though. Like it's it's almost like a a childish sounding piano, like almost like those little toys with the colored keys and stuff. You know, it's like red and blue and green yeah. and everything, almost like a xylophone with a little hammer. <laughs> you do that, and it's kind of that sound and but it's it's soft but it's also kind of dark mm-hmm. um and yeah nirvana lullabies you got to check it out because it's it's amazing okay. i love yeah. it yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah there's a there's a bunch of them like just
2: will, a ton of i'll check them right out one. that sounds awesome
0: i think i i can't remember if i bought one or if i just like burned it on a disc or something for my grandson when he was first born and i can't remember i think it was black sabbath black sabbath lullabies so he could uh Listen to Sabbath while he's crashed out. It's I like
2: I like the rule the lullaby. It just sounds cool. You guys ever read that book Lullaby by Chuck Palahniuk? No, pretty good book. One of his best, I think. It's about a uh, a song that if you uh, play it, will sing it, uh, anyone will drop dead who listens to it. So it's like responsible for all these uh, cases of uh, babies dying. Uh, was what is, was what is that called Sids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's a Sids or a spooky song, a spooky lullaby.
0: Interesting. I'm re- I'm reading one of his books right now. I'm reading Haunted. Yeah, it's uh, it's good, man. I, like I was just one. talking to somebody the other day that doesn't really care for his writing, but um, I I like it. I I don't I don't think it's too. I thought it was going to be like too choppy because someone had said that because i'd never read him before mm-hmm. um I, I i've seen interviews with him like on joe rogan and stuff and i'm fascinated by his stories some of the stories that he's told him as a person he's got this really cool like kind of suave demeanor and he's a great yeah. storyteller so and i've had this book forever and i finally i, I love him. him
2: yeah i think he's great yeah. i uh, i have uh, the copy of his latest book i haven't read it yet i'm pretty excited about it uh, yeah, I would. Uh, I'm glad you like the collection. Definitely uh, check out some of his novels. I would recommend "Lullaby." Absolutely.
1: Okay. You I, know, it, it's funny. It's funny you say the thing about "lullaby" and the word. I've always thought that's an amazing word. Yeah. You know, it, it, rivaled only maybe by the the phrase "cellar door," which is a, of course a popular. You know, many writers have thought that's like the most beautiful string. I thought, it was, what is it? Edgar Allan Poe, and others that that thought "cellar door." that phrase was just beautiful the way it rolled but at hmm. lullaby i've always felt that that's such a it's it's practically a perfect word yeah <laughs> agree it is
2: it's just it's it's yeah
1: it's great i love it In- interesting
2: i'm i'm uh, envious that it's already been used as a title because i would definitely use it
0: what would happen then if you took one of the world's most hated words and you fused it and you named your band Moist lullaby, would you Ugh. still be
2: down with that? I would do that. Yeah, that'd be a good the uh, poetry collection. Dude, moist is terrible. Universally
0: hated. Universally hated. My 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 least favorite word,
1: at least when I was growing up, was always oh, scrotum. I just always <laughs> hated that word. Yeah, <sighs> I've always hated why. lumber. Lumber. I've always just thought lumber just sounded dumb. You know, yeah. I'm like lumber. <laughs> what's wrong with these people? <laughs> who who came up with that crap you know kind of like mustard i'm like why who is the person who did that you
2: know i can't think of any i hate but i think my my favorite of all time is uh linoleum
0: that is a
1: pretty word yeah 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 yeah, good song too The, the song or just the word both yeah 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 i'm trying to i like the word elysium
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I just found out, I was, I was watching this, I was telling Chad before the show, I was watching a documentary while I'm riding my bike. Because I'm trying to lose the lose that weight, you know, on my jihad on fat. And, uh, I was watching this documentary on, uh, the Illuminati and I, apparently, you know, and I, I would need to look into this more But these, these authorities that were on the, on the show. And they're, you know, working in libraries of all different kinds and scholars of different kinds talking about the Illuminati and stuff. Uh, saying that, uh, you know, people are wrong when they say that the the founding of our country uh, was Illuminati because apparently uh, there was a pitch for them to have a colony and it would be named Elysium. And I thought, how cool would that be if we had a state? You know, it's like, well, we've got Pennsylvania, Connecticut, and Elysium. <laughs> I said, wow, it's a pretty <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's a pretty cool name, man. You know, for knock a
0: state, them stiff Elysium.
1: Yeah, knock them stiff Elysium yeah man I can't think of any states
2: that have a cool name can you I've always liked California I thought that was cool only if it's spelled with a k right yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah California is a good one you know Massachusetts yeah, what... is the worst yeah I, I That's yeah a that, is, name. that is terrible I like Virginia I like just the the sound of it Virginia yeah you know, but I like a lot of I like a lot of words with v. Right? Yeah. vengeance victorious right velcro next
0: we, <laughs> we we have a city here in Michigan called hell
2: yeah I know that yeah, okay. yeah. I, a, I, that I, I I'm from Indiana so I wasn't too uh distant from uh Michigan what part of Indiana uh, a little town called Lake station up at the top the tip top of Indiana yes so you're not you're not far
0: yeah. would, there well, be, there, would there yeah.
2: be like near Angola or or different I don't know what that is, man. Uh, Close to Hammond. Do you know Hammond? Uh, Right on the coast of Lake Michigan. Okay. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. That's Hammond, not Hammond.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering if you'd catch that. I was like, if he doesn't catch it, I'm editing that bugger out. I had uh, no idea what that meant.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 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 Oh, man. Oh yeah. So speaking of STDs, you guys want to start talking about It Follows? Yeah. 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 All right. Let's do it, man.
1: Let's do this. Every person's story has something to teach us. How others view life, how obstacles are overcome, how joy is felt, how fears are faced, how love is expressed. The Matters of Faith podcast explores individual stories of people's lives and how faith plays a part. It may not be your story, but it may help shape yours matters of faith podcast with jay wilburn is on project entertainment network